Welcome to Victorious Living. So what's he saying to us, people? He's saying to us that weak faith cannot get things that God's promised us because weak faith cannot see beyond the sense gate or the natural realm. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us things that disconnect us from our faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us things that disconnect us from our faith. And so God does what? He calls those things which be not. What are the things that he's talking about? Every promise of God. Did you ever go on a, on a, on a hunt for all of the promises of God? Many, many, many are the thoughts or the blessings of God. Abraham then had his mind changed at this point. Do you need your mind changed? Okay. Have you ever had your mind changed? We have, haven't we? We've all had our mind changed about things in the natural along the way. We've changed our mind. So Abraham had to have a mind-changing experience. He had to come to the place where he no longer had his sights on the natural realm. He had his sights on the heavenly realm, on God, and what God had already given to him. So Abraham began to act like God. With his faith, he began to act like God. You know, I told you one time, uh, oh, years and years ago, I hadn't been, I'd been back home from uh, Ramah. And uh, I remember I was teaching along the lines of healing. And I never will forget it. I don't know why it's stuck in my mind for all these years, but it has. And uh, this, this, Real, she was a precious lady, faithful to the church, faithful, you know, in all of the ways that we could see she was really faithful. So I'm preaching on healing. And so she came to me after that and said, now, Charlie, I want you to know something. I'll never call something that I don't have as though I've got it. And so I saw right there where she was at. I saw she didn't have any faith, not in what God said. She didn't have any faith, so she said, I'll never call myself well uh, when I know I'm not well. And so she was, she, was, she was measuring where she was at in God's sight uh, and in her, more so in her sight. She said, I got to feel it. I got to see it. I got to touch it. I got to taste it before I'll ever say that I've got it. But God says, say what, you, say what he said. I've got it. Amen. God's got it. I've got it. Amen. Calling what? Those things that be not as though they were. Well, God has promised to bless you. God has promised to bless you abundantly. God has promised to guide you. God has uh, promised to provide for you. God has promised you that if you'll believe that you will win in every situation of life, God has said that you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Uh, God says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens, strengthens us. God has said, so what do we do? We hook right to what God said. I'm healed. 
I'm whole, I'm well, I'm prosperous, I am blessed. And so we start saying about ourselves and about the situations of our life, what God has said about it. And so we have to watch it that that doesn't slide to the back shelf of our mind and we begin to call things that we see in the natural as though they were that way. But God changes things. Can you say that? God changes things. Hallelujah. When he put the, when the three Hebrew children went into the fiery furnace because they wouldn't bow down, guess what? God changed that furnace. God changed that fire. Yes, he did. He changed it where it wouldn't burn. It wouldn't burn the Hebrew children. It would not. But guess what? Who was in there with him? Jesus was in the fire with him. He said, I'll be with you in trouble. I'll be with you when the enemy comes against you. I'll be with you when people come against you. I'll be with you because I'm going to get in the furnace with you. He said, trouble may come, but I'm going to be in the trouble. I'm going to be in the middle of the trouble. Amen. And I'm going to deliver you out of all of your troubles. So what do we say? Blow on, Satan. Amen. Make the fire hotter. Guess what? God has said he's going to be there with me. I'm going to come out on the other side. And that's what Abraham had to do. When we get through this, I'm going to come out on the other side with a son. Called those things that be not as though they were. Amen. So what are you saying? Same a thing. She said same a thing. All right. Okay, let me go on. Now watch it. I'm back to the 18th verse. And I'm giving you a review lesson. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that you might become the father of many nations. According to what has already been said. See, there's not just, he believed in hope against hope. He believed in hope against hope according to what God said. And there's where hope enters the picture. I have that hope that God is able to do what he said he would do. I have that hope that says I am able to do what God says that I can do. Now watch this, verse 18, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. Now here's the question and uh, you know, it's just answered in your mind, whatever. But what has God said to you lately? Well now, Brother Charles, I haven't heard him say a lot of stuff to me lately. And say... (laughs) You know, sometimes God just don't talk. Now, wait a minute. Now, I, you, you haven't said that. I'm not saying that you said that, but I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if I'd go back and run the tape of what I've said. But, uh, you know, uh, where was I going with that, John? Speaking about what God said to you. I'm just checking. I'm, I'm checking to see if you're listening. And, and so he, he grabbed a hold of what God said. And because the natural hope said it's impossible, but the hope of God says it's not only possible, it is probable, it's going to be 
the way God said it was going to be. Amen. And so what did Abraham do? He believed in hope against hope that he might become who God said he was, the father of many nations. He believed that and what did, it, what did he do? He, he began to speak according to that which was spoken. So I, I'm just zeroing in on a point or two here. Okay, follow with me. What has God said to you, to me, to us? What has God said? Well, you know, back to that, you know, little statement that I made. Well, God, you know, he's, he's silent. No, he's not. He's never silent, even though we may not hear it from out here, but we hear it from his word. And so God is never silent. He's always talking. He's always speaking. And so uh, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Verse 19 now. And being not weak in faith. Now, now notice this, being not weak in faith. Didn't say he didn't have any, but said it was weak. You know, uh, being not weak in faith. So what's he saying to us, people? He's saying to us that weak faith cannot get things that God's promised us because weak faith cannot see beyond the the sense gate or the natural realm. And so he was weak and being not, verse 19, and being not weak in faith. Again, how can you tell if you're weak in faith? You can tell by what you're saying. You can, listen, listen now. You can tell by what you're not doing. Probably more so than you can tell by what you are doing. You, You can tell by what you are not doing. What, what was Abraham's problem? He was not saying what God said about it. What are we saying? So we see then that God then for him to bring to Abraham what he had promised, Abraham had to get on the same page with him and call those things which be not as though they were. But now listen to me carefully. There is where we question the veracity of God. We, 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 uh, we, uh, we check his truthfulness and we, we check his sincerity and we, we, uh, we check his ability and we're looking for stuff, stuff that we can reason out in our mind around us before we start saying what God said about it. But God his word is the final word. The final word. You know, we sing a song here. The cross is the final word. In other words, everything that the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus brought for mankind, that has already been accomplished in heaven. Amen. His work was finished when he ascended back to the Father, took his seat at the right hand of the Father, and he had accomplished everything that God needed to be accomplished in order for God to give everything that he had promised to his people. Amen. Okay. Verse 19. You still here? Okay. And being not weak in faith, he considered his body. He considered not his own body now dead. Now here's a question. And I like to ask myself these questions when I'm reading through these things. Uh, 
what, what was that? And uh, being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. I like to ask myself, Charles, what are you considering? Arch, what are you considering? John, what are you considering? You know, what are you considering today about what God has said, about what God has done, about what Jesus is doing today at the right hand of the Father? What are you, what am I considering about that today? Am I considering it's so far off out there that I'll never be able to get there? Are we saying what God said about it, if I can believe it? If a man's ways, let me quote this scripture. If a man's ways, what? Please God, he will what? He will withhold nothing. He will withhold, withhold no thing that he has already provided for us. And so we see then that the gate that brings that to you is start calling those things as though they were, you see, before you ever get to the place that you need those things that you feel like weren't. Amen. Don't, don't, don't wait till you get out there, you know, about ready to take a step off of the cliff. I'm doing my best. <laughs> don't, don't wait till you get to the cliff and you're balanced on one leg. Don't wait, wait till you get there to try to build your faith because there's too much evidence in the natural that tells you. you know. It's our hope that today's message, Things That Disconnect Us From Our Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of this week's message, request Offer 13. This week's special offer number is 13. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.